Hey, friend, welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Happy February. This is the first episode of the month, and I'm so excited to have February episodes. It's going to be more centered around love, self-compassion, and really taking big leaps in our personal lives, right? Because it is a leap year, so I figured, why not talk about taking big leaps in our own lives? So I really hope you enjoy these episodes. I know it's taking a little step away from the tactical part of like managing our time and being productive, creating healthy habits. That's all great, but I think that it's so important to also take that holistic approach to to goal setting, to achieving things in life, to going after the things that we want and creating the life that we want with while also taking into account that we are human beings and we are going to come across struggles and obstacles and challenges. And how do we approach that with kindness, with self-compassion, with love for ourselves, right? Because I always thought like February, Valentine's Day is all about your intimate relationship, but it's not just that, right? It's the relationship with yourself, which is one of the most important relationships you can have. And so I am so excited to really pour my heart into these episodes, and I hope you enjoy them. Today's episode is on mindfulness and really turning that into a daily habit to really help you become more self-aware, have more mental clarity and focus. And to really just overall help you reduce stress and anxiety that we deal with every single day. I hope you enjoy. Hey friend, welcome to the Balanced Nurse Podcast. Are you wanting more time on your days off to create healthier habits and actually work on your goals? Then this podcast is for you. I'm Ashley and I used to be a burnt out nurse just like you. I know what it's like to feel exhausted and frustrated on your days off. I wanted to work out more, eat healthier, and enjoy time with friends and family, but I kept telling myself that that run could wait till tomorrow. I was just too tired to fit in a workout into my busy schedule. Entering my 30s, I realized I had neglected my own health and personal growth. It was a wake-up call that inspired me to take control of my life. That's when I learned two key things the incredible peace that time management brings and the beauty of real work-life harmony, and I want you, friend, to have this too. I'll share with you my tips and tricks on how to manage your time, create healthier habits, and be more productive on your days off so that you can achieve your biggest health and business goals. So let's pop in those earbuds, get that nurse fun up, and let's dig in. All right, friend, before we get into the episode, can I ask you for a huge favor? Would you mind showing me some love and leave a five-star review for the podcast? It would mean so much to me. Literally, it would mean the world to me, and it would really help the podcast be more visible and help more people just like you. So it takes like 30 seconds or less to just scroll down, leave a five-star review, leave a comment. Anything, anything that you have found helpful, anything that's really helped you, I would really appreciate it. Okay, so let's get into this episode. I really thought about this episode. I'm like, okay, mindfulness. I, I love mindfulness. I love practicing mindfulness. I love meditation. And I've really reflected on, on how it's helped me in my life to really become more self-aware and just overall have more peace in my life. And 
I don't know if you've ever found yourself living on autopilot where, you know, you're just kind of going through the motions and your alarm clock goes off in the morning, let's say, and we just get ready for work and we rush out the door. But when was the last time you really stopped for a moment before rushing out and took a few minutes to just think about how you wanted your day to go? Sometimes we find ourselves reacting to certain people, certain coworkers, or certain situations and really experiencing emotions that we we don't want to experience, right? Like anger, frustration, overwhelm, whatever that is. And you're not alone in this. I lived on autopilot for such a long time and I wasn't really intentional with my days, especially my days off, my precious, beautiful days off. I would just kind of go through the motions and I was so reactive to what would happen throughout the day. So meaning like if someone rubbed me the wrong way or if I spilled coffee on myself after going through a speed bump too fast, I would react with anger and I would be like, say the F word, you know, just be so frustrated and we begin to blame people like who freaking put a speed bump right there in the middle of the road and I would just be so ridiculous right I was just so ridiculous and it wasn't until I began practicing mindfulness techniques that I went from reacting to life to now responding to life and I really got into the practice when I was a travel nurse in California I started off with five minutes of meditation every day and believe me friend It did not come naturally for me. I would get so frustrated because I didn't feel like I was doing it the right way. I would always be fidgeting and I was trying to like meditate, but also checking my phone at the same time. And I just couldn't sit still. I think I had a lot of resistance. When I reflect back and I think about it, there was definitely a lot of resistance. And you may find yourself being resistant to practicing mindfulness, right? Especially if you're like, well, I don't think it's going to work for me. I have too much anxiety. I have too much stress. I can't sit still. That's okay. I'm telling you, it's okay. You're trying something new and it feels uncomfortable. I totally get it. Think back to something you were new at that you had a lot of resistance towards. Maybe it was taking on critical patients as a new grad or being voluntold you were going to be the charge nurse when you only have a year under your belt or when you signed up for a gym membership or you're a nursepreneur and you're wanting to start your own side business, side hustle. Whatever it was, there was most likely some resistance, some fear. You didn't know if you, you should jump in or if you should do it. But with practice, you began to let go of that resistance, right? Because with with practice, you became more confident. And it happened to me. I would continue that five-minute meditation, which was really like a two-minute meditation because I just couldn't sit still. I couldn't close my eyes the whole time. And then slowly but surely, it went up to 10 minutes, then 20 minutes, then 30 minutes. And I've just been putting in the reps every day to get to where I can meditate longer now. And it feels so freaking good. Now, mindfulness doesn't have to just be meditation. I'm just using that as an example of how I really got into practicing mindfulness. So for for me personally, it has changed my life and it really has helped me live with more intention And I really enjoy and just soak up the simple things in life that bring me peace and joy and really has improved my mental health and just overall well-being. 
So in this episode, we'll go through what mindfulness is, how it can help you live a healthier and more fulfilling life, and how to implement it into your daily routine. So what is mindfulness? I was reading an article on the science of mindfulness, and they defined mindfulness as the basic human ability to be fully present, to be fully aware aware of where we are at, who we're around, what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. It's really having that ability to observe ourselves while suspending judgment, any sort of judgment, being with ourselves with kindness and compassion. And I can give you a great example of this. When I've experienced pain in the last year or two, instead of having the focus on what that person did or said or even any external situation that was really making me feel hurt, making me feel sad, making me feel uncomfortable or making me feel angry, whatever the emotion was, I placed the focus back on me, on what I was experiencing, on where I was, on the different sensations and the energy that I was feeling, the thoughts that were passing by. And I didn't judge myself for for the thoughts that were passing by. It was almost like I was, my therapist told me this one time, and it was such a great analogy and a great way to look at your thoughts. Think of them as clouds in the sky where you're just looking at them. You're like, oh, wow, there's a cloud right there. Look at the way it's shaped. And then you look at another one and you just kind of let it be. That's the way I see it when I'm with myself, when I bring myself to the present moment, when I when I'm aware of what I'm thinking. And so I did that within the last two years, right? When those moments when I've been experiencing pain, I just brought it back to myself and the different sensations and thoughts that I was having. I was practicing mindfulness during a really difficult time. And again, I suspended all judgment and just allowed myself to be. I supported myself by just being kind and compassionate towards what I was experiencing just like I would if one of my best friends was experiencing this pain as well. And so I think that really being intentional with ourselves and with what we are going through, because life is not easy, guys, right? We all know that. We go through some bumps in the road. We go, we come across roadblocks and Sometimes we get so caught up in the chaos, so caught up in the day-to-day hustle and working and doing things and just knocking things off our to-do list that we forget about the present moment. And sometimes we can get stuck in the past. We get worried about the future. And it's like, okay, let's bring it back into the now. Who am I with right now? What am I feeling right now? What do I have in my life? What am I abundant in in life, right? I have so much abundance in in love, in relationships. I have great relationships with my friends, my sisters. I have so much love inside of me. Like what how can we bring the focus back into the present moment, right? So, how can it help? Right? So, we already know what mindfulness mindfulness is. How can it help us? It can really help with mental clarity and focus. Again, bringing that focus back to the present moment. And I mentioned just a little while ago that we often find ourselves stuck in the past, right? I mean, how many times do we worry about all the things that we've done in the past, the mistakes, the failures, the way we treated people? 
because you know that you've changed or you know you want to change, but we get stuck. We get stuck on the things that people did to us in the past and we stay bitter or we hold on to that anger. And it's not allowing us to fully live the present moment, to fully live the life that we are living right now. And it's taken a long time to really just let go of the, of the past, of things that have happened. Or we might even think about the future. All the things that we need to do tomorrow or next week or next year or how am I going to afford this or whatever. Do I want to go to grad school? What do I want to do with my life? We become so anxious, so overwhelmed and just stressed about the things that could be or what could happen. And being in the present moment adjusts our focus on the things that we have control over at this time. We have control over what we say, how we react to not only our external world, right, but internal as well. What are the things that we're saying to ourselves? How are we mistreating ourselves, right? How are we talking to ourselves? And mindfulness has really helped me cultivate this ability to just be more self-aware. I've become more aware of my thought patterns, my behaviors, and even patterns in relationships, both intimate ones and friendships. I'm aware that I have blind spots and that I I have flaws, and I'm aware about certain things that people say that might trigger something, which is which is okay. It's just more for me to explore and discover like why am I having that trigger? It has nothing to do with them. It's me. Why? Where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way when someone says this or when someone does something? Where is it coming from? And it's just really helped me, I think, overall improve my mental health, especially as nurses, right? We, we see some traumatic things in the hospital. We deal with other people's lives. We literally have other people's lives in our hands. And we deal with a lot of stress. On top of that, we may struggle with balancing the different roles or identities in our lives. We're mothers, we're sisters, we're, we're friends. We, I mean, there's like endless things, right? Endless roles, sisters, whatever. I can't even think of anything else, but you get the point. We have so many roles in our lives. How do we incorporate these mindfulness techniques, not just to, for better focus, which is always nice, but for our own mental health? There was a review of 23 studies when it comes to burnout looking at the effects of mindfulness-based stress reduction on employee burnout, and they found that eight weeks of mindfulness training reduced stress, reduced psychological distress, depression, anxiety, emotional exhaustion, and occupational stress, and increased self-compassion, relaxation, sleep quality, and a feeling of personal accomplishment. I mean, who doesn't want that, right? Like, who does not want to feel more relaxed, have better sleep, feel overall just accomplished and being kind to ourselves as well? So now that we know what mindfulness is and how it can help, just some a few of the benefits and how it's helped me and how it can help you, how do we get started? How do we get started practicing this, this, this technique, right, in our everyday lives? And it really starts with your morning routine. By setting the intention, how do you want your day to look like? How do you want to respond to maybe that coworker that tends to push certain buttons? How you respond when you're in a traffic jam? How do you want to feel at the end of the day? And I used to not give a lot of thought to this. How do I want to feel by the end of the day? 
and working our way backwards. Like, what are the things that I need to do? How do I need to respond to certain situations in order to get to where I want at the end of the day? And I'm not saying your day is going to look 100% like you wanted it to go. That I will never say that. <laughs> Things happen. Things happen. And as you begin to practice mindfulness, it's going to take time to really build that muscle, right? And eventually, it will help you overcome life's challenges more great, gracefully. It's putting in the reps, guys. It's taking that time and that practice every day. And you can start with your morning routine setting that intention, taking just a few minutes to just set the intention for the day and how you want to respond to certain things that you're most likely to come across at work or when you're around your family or with other people that you know that you tend to be a little more reactive to or they, they tend to make you feel angry or upset or certain things in life, right? Like the traffic jam example. The second thing is choosing to be present. So when you're eating or when you're with your friends, guys, or when you're on a solo coffee date, like try to put your phone away and be absolutely present with others, even if it's with yourself. Sometimes like I'll go to a coffee shop and yes, I'm working on things, but then I, I'll take a few minutes when I'm taking my break to just close my laptop, put my phone away, and I'm enjoying my coffee, especially when I first get my coffee. I'm just like, the aroma of the coffee and just like the beautiful latte art. I'm just like soaking it all in and just appreciating it. And it's really just the most simple thing, but it brings me so much joy. And if, especially if you're with a friend, guys, if you're with a friend or family member or your significant other, put your phones away. Who cares what other people are doing? Be present in the moment. What is your partner saying? What's your friend saying? Like, this is the moment. This is what we live for, the moment with other people. Connection and love. It's, love is, the, is like the oxygen for life, right? It's, it's bringing ourselves back into the moment with other people and putting phones away, being intentional and purposeful with our, with our relationships. Connection is much needed in this digital world that we live in. I know it's something that I crave often. And you can't have true meaningful connections if you're stuck on what's going on in your phone. You can even set an alarm for this on your phone. I know Apple Watches give you a reminder now to practice mindfulness. So when that alarm goes off, whew, take a deep breath in and out and really focus on the present moment. It doesn't matter what you're doing or where you're at. You can do this anywhere, right? It doesn't even matter if it lasts longer than a minute or less. Just a reminder and that small action of taking a deep breath and readjusting your focus, even if it's just for a few seconds, can really compound over time. Third thing here is finding joy in simple pleasures. Again, like I mentioned, the aroma of my favorite cup of coffee and the latte art. Maybe going for a nature walk with your dog and really just taking in everything, soaking in everything that you see, the people that you meet along the way. The sound of a baby giggling, the beautiful fall colors, and how gentle a bird lands on a tree's branch, right? Like that's something that I do in the morning. Sometimes when I'm outside, if the weather's nice, I'm out there journaling and I'm drinking my coffee. I'm trying to stay away from my phone and I'm just 
fully living in the present. And I notice these things. I notice the beautiful colors on the trees. I notice the birds and just whoever's walking by. I just, I just take it all in. And I'm, I'm just being. And it's such a beautiful just the state that I'm in. It just brings so much peace into my life. So again, set that reminder. And it doesn't matter where you are at or what you're doing. It's just taking that few seconds or a minute or so to really just be aware and mindful of what's going on, who's around you, how you're feeling without any judgment. Another way you can practice mindfulness is when you're eating lunch or dinner, or your breakfast, whatever, whenever you're eating. And especially at work, maybe it's it doesn't come by often, I know guys, but when it does, okay, when you do get lunch coverage, <laughs> when it happens, take advantage of it. And I know that there are times where we even get lunch coverage and we're still bothered. <laughs> we're still, they're asking us questions while we're trying to eat and enjoy our lunch. I get it. I get it. Do the best that you can. And then there are times where I've had my full 30 minutes to myself where I've been able to walk outside, take my break there, read my favorite book, or just enjoy the weather. If you can, if you have that opportunity, take it. Take it as much as you can. Again, try to be away from your phone. Take that time to just reset, refocus, and re-energize. And you can do this at any time, guys, any time. If you need to go to the bathroom, I've done that before at work where I'm like, I need two seconds to myself right now. I go to the bathroom and I just look in the mirror and I'm just like taking a few deep breaths. And I'm like, okay, I got this. Let's go back out. You know, it's like, okay, let me reset. How am I feeling right now? And obviously, I don't get to do that all the time. But when I can, I try to do that. So practicing mindfulness, again, starts with your morning routine. How are we setting our, the intention for the day? Choosing to be present when you're with others, when you're eating, when you're with your friends, whatever, right? Like choosing to be present, putting your phone away, finding the simple joy, simple pleasures in the smallest things. These are some of the, just some of the ways to start practicing mindfulness. And again, meditation is a big one as well that I, that really helped me get into that practice, consistent practice of mindfulness and has really helped me even to, to today. Like I love meditating. I don't do it all the time now, but I do, I do try to get it in at least four to five times a week. And with meditation as well, my nature walks, being present when I'm eating dinner with my sister, being present when I'm with my nephew. So I hope this really helped you guys. Again, mindfulness is really going to help bring in more self-awareness, more focus. It's going to improve your mental health. It's going to make you just feel more at peace, more fulfilled, live with more intention and purpose. And my favorite meditation app is headspace if you guys want to look into that it's something that's been helping me i love it they have so many different kinds of meditation from even from five minutes to i think 20 minutes or so i can't remember 30 minutes but it's such a great app it really really is i highly recommend it i think there is a free version of it or you could do like a seven i'm sure like a seven day trial free trial so check it out why not try it out and see if that helps you in any way all right, friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope that there were just some easy ways to get started with practicing mindfulness throughout your day, throughout your week for more focus, clarity, self-awareness, and less of the stress and anxiety. 
Until next time, friend. All right, friend. Did you enjoy today's episode? If so, don't keep the goodness to yourself. Share it with another nurse, babe, who's ready to elevate her life by managing her time and finding work-life harmony. And if you can, while you're at it, please leave a quick review for the show on Apple Podcasts. It lights me up to know that this podcast is helping you. See you next Tuesday for another episode. Until next time, friend.